Hello, everybody, and welcome to season three of the Gradcracker webinars. So firstly, apologies for the late rescheduling of the webinar, and thank you so much for joining us. So season one and two were so successful, we have decided to run the webinars again, featuring some really exciting employers from lots and lots of different sectors, including automotive, banking, consulting, energy, the armed forces, the list is almost endless. All of the webinars, the old and the upcoming, are, are listed on the webinar page on Gradcracker. So check out the lineup today and register your interest. If you are new to the webinars, they are live and recorded, and we feature the recordings on the following day, so tomorrow, on the Employers Company Hub and in the Career Centre. And if you joined me, Jess and Sophie, for the last couple of seasons, it's really great to have you back. So today, though, our attention is on Cummins, and it's lovely to be joined again by Grace. Um, undergraduates Chelsea, Bavisha and Sabi. So Cummins are regular favourites, as you will know, if you've watched all the webinars previously, um, on the webinars and have been on Gradcracker since the very beginning, which is 15 years in total. Grace, can you, can you imagine yeah. that? That is just madness, isn't it? Um, they also sponsor the Gradcracker Toolkit and they've got lots of exciting information about who they are and what they do on their hub on Gradcracker. So after the webinar, check out the hub and find out more. So what is a toolkit? The new edition will be available from your careers service in mid-September. So make sure you grab, you grab a copy from there. If you don't know what the toolkit is, you know what but Jessica will explain now. So the toolkit is a fantastic booklet, which we produce every year. This is last year's edition. The new edition will be available in the matter of weeks. Um, but the toolkit is a fantastic booklet, which is full of great careers advice and it's a, a fantastic industry sector guide as well. So there's over 60 employers that yeah. are featuring in the booklet this year. Um, it's a fantastic resource. Um, so make sure you pick up a copy. It's a perfect pocket guide size to fit in handbags, handbags, pockets, whatever. So keep it, hold on to it um, and make sure you get uh, a copy at the beginning of the year. Yeah, and just to follow on from that, so the Cummins um, section that they sponsor the toolkit is on their hub as well, or it will be mid-September, we're saying yeah. as well. So, um, yeah, make sure you take a look and find out more. So we are going to start with the lovely Grace. Um, Grace, if people don't know you already, they should do. However, <laughs> tell us a little bit about your role um, at Cummins, what you do and everything about you. OK, thank you, Carla. Hi everyone, thank you for joining the session today. So uh, we're really excited to be back again this year. Many of our placement students over the last couple of years have discovered us through um, the Gradcracker webinar session. So we must be doing something right. Um, <laughs> we know that there will be quite a number of students listening who haven't heard of Cummins before or maybe know very little about us. So we just hope today that we can show you what an exciting company we are to work for, particularly during your placement year. So I myself actually joined Cummins nine, uh, nine years ago as a placement student working in supply chain and I hadn't heard of Cummins before either but I felt incredibly lucky to have come across the placement as I had the best time ever. Yeah. I made some amazing friends and I learned so much about the company and I developed some really useful skills which not, not only helped me in my final year of university but also helped me when I came back to Cummins as a graduate in 2015. So I think the thing that I enjoyed most about my time at Cummins um, when I was on placement was 
the culture and the relationships that you build and not just with your direct team but all of the other teams and people that you'll come across everyone is super friendly and helpful and as a company we really try to encourage you to put forward and explore different ideas and be curious and, and try things out so we do have some really great opportunities for our students and we really value the skills and behaviors that they bring to us so all of our students work on real value-adding projects and, and real-life jobs, and um, you're treated just like any other employee, which I think is really important for your development yeah. and for you to get the most out of your experience. So as you can tell, I'm quite passionate about coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the reasons why I've now find, found myself in the recruitment team. So I've worked in lots of different areas um, across Cummins throughout my career so far. Um, I'm now in the recruitment team so that I can share my experience and hopefully help other students understand a little bit more about our opportunities. I just think Grace is such a perfect example of um, a person who started out on a placement um, yeah. as a placement student, came back as a graduate, and then everything that you've been involved in since Grace, you know, this is what any student who joins Cummins could, could be part of, you know, the different projects, the different teams, the different experiences. And um, so you obviously you have a massive asset to Cummins, we all know that already. Um, so how would you explain what Cummins is then? You know, you said before you started out as um, a placement student, you hadn't really heard of them or didn't know what they did. Um, how would you briefly explain who you are then for students watching? Okay, so thankfully I have learned a little bit more about Cummins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Cummins are a global power technology leader and we are headquartered in the US. So we have approximately 58,000 employees um, across the world and we have a number of sites across the UK. So we are a, a really, really huge company um, and we have you know, lots going on uh, within the UK as well as across the world. So we are a technology company committed to meeting the world's sustainability challenges and that's something that's really important to us. And we're doing that by delivering a broad portfolio of power solutions. So we're driving innovation in the areas of advanced diesel, natural gas, electrification, fuel cells, alternative fuels and other advanced energy solutions. Mm -hmm. So it's our mission to help our customers um, succeed through innovative and dependable products that are not only good for our customers, but also good for the environment. And I just wanted to share with you a recent quote from our new president and CEO, Jennifer Rumsey. So she's recently said that Cummins can and will lead in addressing climate, leveraging our expertise to develop sustainable solutions that enable our customers success, positively impact our communities and protect our planet for future generations. So I just wanted to share that with you. And I just wanted to add to say that as a technology company, sustainability is always at the forefront yeah. of our minds. And we do have some very ambitious goals so from addressing climate change and air emissions at our facilities to using natural resources in the most sustainable ways that we can, we are aiming for net zero carb emissions by 2050. So there's lots of really exciting work going on um, at Cummins at the moment, and it's really exciting time for um, placement students and graduates to be joining us. Yeah. So as well as being very passionate about our excellent products and goals for the planet, we are also very passionate about our people and we're really passionate about creating an inclusive culture and we champion diversity through a range of different initiatives. And I've seen this firsthand and I've been very lucky to have worked with a real diverse range of people. And it makes me feel really proud to work for a company where everyone feels valued and supported and included. 
So there is so much else I would love to share with you and <laughs> tell you lots of stories. And I'm going to leave back to our wonderful panellists that have joined me today. And anything else that you want to learn um, about Cummins that isn't covered today, you can hopefully find that on our Greg Cracker profile page. Perfect. Thanks, Grace. I know Grace would just talk forever about Cummins. I don't mind them. You can take yeah. over. Absolutely fine. Um, yeah, fantastic introduction. I think there's there's a couple of things that you mentioned there about, you know, sustainability. That yeah. is a hot, hot topic at the moment. Lots of employees about talking about sustainability. I'm glad that you, um, you definitely highlighted that. It's something that the students and graduates are hugely interested in, isn't it, Jess, from when you've been yeah. speaking yeah. to them? Um, I'm going to put you on the spot, Chelsea. I'm looking at you just because Grace just mentioned there about, um, you know, you've got 58,000 employees, huge worldwide organisation. Is that a little bit daunting? You know, how did you think? Oh, I know it's a, it's a, it's a massive employer, but I'm, I'm not that scared of it because I can imagine students watching might think oh, that's huge. I think in some ways, yeah, it could be daunting because it's such a big company. We're doing huge things, especially yeah. in terms of the future thinking kind of market in this new technology of electrification and hydrogen. But at the same time, that's the exciting thing is we're the young people coming into this market. It's it's so new that even if you've been here 30 years, it doesn't matter. Everyone's at the same yeah. starting position as we go in, which is just really exciting. So I think it's just taking that little step and and as well like yes it's a big company but you you're all separated into little chunks yeah. so whatever like department you go into that's your kind of little hub that you'll mm -hmm. work with and then you'll eventually network further but take it small steps at a time and it, it isn't as scary as you think it is. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a really good point. You know, technology is always evolving. So even like the old hat people who've been at Cummins for, you know, the older ones like Grace, who's been there forever. And, you know, you're learning, you're learning new things every single day, aren't you? Because, you know, the technology is changing all the time. Um, so going to stick with you, Chelsea, you said something else then about the teams and everything else. We're going to move on a little bit further on in the webinar and speak about your individual teams and projects that you're involved in. Um, but let's let's meet you guys first. Um, Chelsea, sticking with you, so where did you go to university and what did you study? Um, so I studied at University of Glasgow and I just completed my five-year master's course in product design engineering. Perfect. And you're based in Huddersfield? Yeah, I'm based in Huddersfield now, yeah. Huddersfield, uh, West Yorkshire, for people who don't know where Huddersfield is. <laughs> I love Yorkshire. I'm going to get that many Yorkshire things in this. My MD is going to be really knocked at me at the end. Um, thank you very much, Chelsea. Um, Bavisha, on to you, sweetheart. So where did you go to uni? You're currently doing a placement. Uh, yeah, I'm doing a 12-week placement um, over the summer. Um, yeah. In September, I'll be going back to uni. So I go to university in Sheffield. Yeah. And I'll be doing my final year in um, uh, my master's in aerospace engineering. Perfect. And we'll find out a little bit more about the positives about doing a placement a little bit later on when I hand you over um, to Jess. So thank you, Bavisha. Sabi, um, same question. So where did you go to university? What did you study, please? Yeah, so I'm originally from Pakistan. So I did my bachelor's back there, but then I came here. I uh, did my master's uh, from University of Leicester uh, in engineering yeah. management. Um, uh, and that's um, and then I moved to Cummins yeah. uh, with a graduate role. Perfect. And I know Sabi just sticking with you then. So when we've spoken before um, this session, that uh, you use Gradcracker quite extensively um, during your job search. So specifically about Cummins and maybe the Cummins hub on Gradcracker. What 
what kind of stuck out for you and made, made you think, oh, I really want to apply to, to them as a, as a graduate? Um, so first of all, my interest in the product that come in basically, you know, uh, develops, uh, which is engines. Um, being from an engineering yeah. background, that sort of stands out being the biggest uh, producer of uh, engines across all platforms. Yeah. So, you know, it, it sort of sticks out to you that this is a massive company. Mm -hmm. um, with which your interests align. Um, and secondly, the range of opportunities that Cummins has. So when you when you do do your um, search, you know, um, you'll find that even within engineering, there's so many specific uh, departments you can actually work with, uh, whether it's just placement or graduate roles. So it's got a, it's got a vast portfolio of opportunities, which, uh, you know, you uh, when you're doing your research, it really helps. And yeah. so that's pretty much uh, the reason that I sort of, you know, had Cummins as a priority. Perfect. And that almost, as if by magic leads on, Grace, then my next question to you. So <laughs> what are these opportunities and when will they be opening on Gradcracker? So um, as we've mentioned, we're quite a large company. So that means that we're quite a large um, employer or placement students. So we are expecting to have about 180 different roles available for students looking for a 12-month placement. Yeah. So plenty of opportunity uh, for everybody. So as an engineering organisation, we do have a real variety of different engineering positions available, as well as vacancies within quality, service, manufacturing and IT um, and a whole host of other functions as well. Yeah. So we do encourage all STEM students to apply to us. So yeah. if you see one of our exciting engineering roles, but you're not studying um, in a specific engineering degree, that is absolutely fine. We do still really want to hear from you. And we have hired successful students in the past from a variety of different STEM backgrounds. Yeah. So we do try to keep the hiring as inclusive as possible because hmm. we appreciate the different perspectives that our students from different degrees and backgrounds can bring. Yeah. Um, and we also offer 12-week internships within engineering as we acknowledge that not every university course um, has a 12-month placement as part mm -hmm. of that programme. So we feel like this is still um, really beneficial and it can still give you like a really good insight into our business and you'll still get a great opportunity for learning and development. Yeah. So any real sort of um, work experience will always be super beneficial to you, whether it's 12 months or 12 weeks. Yeah. Um, it's always great to have that on your CV. Um, so I would definitely consider um, one of those as an option. Um, so we are aiming to go live with our roles at the start of October. And we do encourage students to apply early in the cycle because we try to assess candidates as the applications come in. Mm -hmm. So the majority of our most popular roles will hopefully be closed by Christmas. Um, but I do encourage you to follow us on Gradcracker and watch out for our roles and um, going live on the hub, um, like I said, probably from early October. Yeah, perfect. So just to explain the follow feature on Gradcracker, if you do decide to follow, which it is a must, you know, Cummins is a fantastic company, um, you'll get an email and push notification as soon as we go live with these positions. So as Grace mentioned, predominantly placements, so we've got the 12-month or 12-week placements, um, which will be open to you to apply for. If just explain the graduate situation, Grace. So I know the graduate positions are a little bit more ad hoc um, at coming. So it's worth a follow because they will have some, um, but they're just throughout the autumn. Is that, is that what you'd say, Grace? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The graduate positions aren't as um, planned as the placement yeah. ones. So we sometimes get um, lots of different graduate roles popping up throughout the year. <laughs> 
but wherever possible we do try to fill any of our graduate positions with our previous placement yeah. students so that's another um kind of really beneficial point of doing a placement it can um, and often does lead on to you having a graduate role with us yeah. yeah, I mean that is just a no-brainer. Oh, you, know, no. you get you get the don't let me get just sat on placements. No. You get <laughs> um, idea. You know, no matter what it is, if it's a twelve months or twelve week placement, you're gaining so much experience as the grads um, and Bavish is going to talk about now, and then you could be invited back as a graduate. So it is an absolute no-brainer. Absolutely. So let's hear it from the horses. Mouths, not to make you all horses. Um, and Jess, I'm going to hand over to you, my love, and be a in more detail. Brilliant. Thanks, Carla. What a perfect introduction. Um, so want to know a bit more about your roles then. So um, Pavisha, I'll start with you. Um, so if you could just tell me a bit about your experience so far and what your team's like, and we can really sell how great placements are. Yeah. Another <laughs> um, placement. <laughs> so I've just started my twelve-week placement. Um, I'm in July, um, and I'm about two months into it now. Um, yeah. I'm working in the aerodynamics team, and I've got a, a project placement that I've been working on since I started, which was basically um, uh, looking at a. Uh, how CFD has has been run and the most efficient way to run different tests and things like that so which um like initialization points and things are like the most efficient and which is the best way to run them um I've also been doing a side uh, a little task on the side where I'm helping someone out on my team um try and optimize um how uh the tests are run to make turbine maps which is basically um, a map that shows how uh, the turbo works at different speeds and the wow. kind of energy that it um, produces. So I've also been helping out there. Um, the team that I'm working in right now is uh, really nice. Everyone's really helpful. Um, so if you have like any questions or anything, someone's always there to help you if you're confused or uh, just want something explaining in detail or something like that. Bavisha, can I, I'm confused and need something explaining in detail. CFD. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. Um, it's uh, computational fluid dynamics. So, um, it's uh, basically showing how uh, fluid, like, so most of the time it's air or something, things like that, uh, moves around the body. So, uh, in okay. in um in the in context of my placement, it's probably uh, it's mainly done on turbines, which is within a turbocharger. Yeah. Um, so how the air moves around it, where the pet, where it's the most, um, where it goes turbulent or where it goes um, a little bit more laminar and things like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, it sounds really impressive. Mm. So it sounds as though, you know, you know, Grace has said it already, but, you know, you do get put on real projects, you know, and yeah, mm. a lot of people think, you know, will I be working on real projects? Is You know, will I get that responsibility quite early? Which it sounds like you have, which is fantastic. How We've used the word daunting already, mm. but have you found it daunting, you know, being given this responsibility? And how have you managed, you know, managing that responsibility? Um, yeah, so it is definitely very daunting because as soon as you start, they start um, explaining the work that you're going to be doing and like giving you little tasks here and there. Um, so when you first start, you don't, um, you're not very confident in like the tasks you're doing and things like that. But um, 
it's all right because they don't expect you to like know everything and do everything straight away so you can always um someone's always there to help you so um for example I've got like weekly meetings with my manager where I talk through what I've been doing um but in the meantime like between the meetings as well if I ever need help you just like I can drop them a message on teams and things like that and I'll usually set something up to help me out yeah brilliant you know that support is a massive thing as well as having a network of people where you can go and ask maybe a question which you know you might think is it an obvious question or you know I'm a a bit nervous about asking this so it's fantastic that you've got that network and in terms of your team then so you've mentioned obviously you kind of you know communicate with the team via teams or zoom or you know uh, virtually have you met your team yet have you you know have you kind of done a bit of a hybrid approach of working how has it looked so far with your placement uh, yeah so it, it's been um hybrid so I've met um I've met them in person as well when I come into the office I usually let them know and then sometimes um most of the time people will try and make sure to come in on the same day so that I'm not yeah. in the office by myself so if I need any help with anything um then someone's always there with me because sometimes it's a bit harder to get a hold of someone on like teams or something yeah and also I had earlier in the morning today as well I had a meeting with someone um within my team as well and he was showing me around test cells and um so you can like actually see it in like physical because yeah when someone explains something to you uh, like how an engine works or something like that it's it can get confusing so to see it actually like physically it's a lot more helpful so um it's been a hybrid um approach that's it I'm just going to circle back just to explain to it's something which I've said quite a lot later when I do presentations and things like that and I'm just conscious that people are aware of what the hybrid approach is you know for the audience that are listening you know might not have um you know be fully aware of what that is so hybrid is where you'd be sit in the office a couple of days a week and then the rest of the week you'd be working from home so just going to come to you Grace on that quickly is that something that you are offering for all of your roles and will that be offered for the new roles open in October? Yeah, so it depends on um, the role. So we do have some positions that need to be fully on site and much more of the hands-on type of roles. But the majority of roles now at Clemens, and that includes placements, are hybrid. And that means different things to different teams. So some teams that are working hybrid might be in the office um, one, two, three days a week, and then the rest working from home. Some teams can get away with working from home um, much more. So they might go in once a week. Um, Me, for example, I'm just in the office once a fortnight. So um, it depends. And we are trying to be really, really flexible with all employees. So it's something that I will be encouraging students to discuss um, if they get to interview stage, because um, we have in the past as well have have students um, apply to a particular position. And then um, they've kind of worked out that. changing sites might be more beneficial to them and so it means that they're not having to relocate so if you're living in Darlington but you get offered the job in Huddersfield um, if if we can make it work and you can stay at home and and work from our Darlington site great so we're just trying to encourage students to have that open discussion with managers um, and we'll try and work out the best solution for, for you and the team. 
Brilliant. Brilliant. And again, you know, that is then going to attract maybe students that are, are further afield that, you know, it might be that it could be more commutable. So, you know, once every couple of weeks you have to come in, you know, you could do that rather than being in the office five days a week. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone listening now more than ever and, um, you know, we're putting their applications into Cummins, which is fantastic news. Yeah. So um, I'm just going to move on to Sabi, if that's OK. Um, similar kind of question. If you could just tell us a bit about your current role and uh, your team and what life is looking like for you at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm working as a graduate uh, engineer now. Uh, I've been uh, here since October 2021. Yeah. Um, and I work in the design and validation department. So basic, basically my role is focused towards uh, the design side of things, uh, which is we um, sort of, as the name suggests, design components uh, for different platforms, uh, different engine programs. Um, so each person within the design team has responsibility for specific components that they own. Right. Uh, and their job is to sort of overlook the development of that specific component from the concept phase uh, all the way to production phase, uh, mm -hmm. keeping in line with the requirements of the overall program. So for example, you're working, I'm working on a specific component, but I need to ensure that how it, you know, integrates with, with the overall system and then uh, with the OEM as well. Uh, um, so that's overview of what, uh, what I do um, uh, in the design and validation department. Um, just current... Sabi, so you said, yeah, um, the OEM, just to explain, if we explain to everyone that, what, what that is, if possible. Yeah, so the original equipment manufacturer, so OEM would be, you know, our customers. So for example, we're developing an engine um, and then we, we sell it to a specific customer. So mm -hmm. they have their specific requirements now we need to integrate into the system that we're developing for them. Um, so that's basically what it means. Fantastic. Thank you very much for that. In terms of you, we've talked about this a bit already as well, but in terms of being the forefront of technology at the moment, um, it must be a, an exciting time for you. You kind of working on these components, you know, with a drive of, you know, being sustainable, you know, being carbon neutral by 2050, as we've mentioned. Um, is that something that, you know, you find exciting because you are at, almost at that forefront of yeah. uh, new technology? Yeah. Uh, so the program that I'm currently working on is specific um, to this, um, we're working on a, a hydrogen engine uh, development program, which which is obviously uh, very new, but it's also very exciting. It's got its challenges and stuff. Um, so yeah, it, it is exciting. It is a bit daunting as well, especially as Bobby <laughs> just mentioned before, initially when you start. Um, but as you grow into the role, you start feeling more confident because of the support that you get and um, can't stress enough how good that is here at Cummins. Mm -hmm. Uh, especially for new starters who don't really have a background yeah. uh, for saying, you know, uh, in diesel engines or natural gas engines or engines at all, um, you get the opportunity to learn. Um, yeah. So that that's a real, real positive that I yeah. found uh, during my time. That's a really, really good comment. And then, um, you know, I think uh, that's the thing as well. It's that willing to learn, isn't it? You know, you can diverse your skills, but have that willing, that passion to learn, ask questions and, you know, where it can take you is endless. So brilliant. Thank you very much for that. Chelsea, I'm going to come to you. Same kind of question, if that's OK. A bit about your role, about your team and again, what life's looking like for you. Yeah, so um, I had a bit of a different start with comments. So I did a 12 week placement last summer, but mine was virtual. So it was uh, definitely a different experience to since I've started now as a graduate. Um, so being virtual was 
definitely Jeff and I was in Glasgow and I was miles yeah. away from everyone else and even through that 12 weeks I got so much support and I worked in the compressor and turbines uh, sector here at Huddersfield and I learned a lot through that and now since I've come as a graduate I'm now working in the advanced engineering group and just having that initial 12 weeks has really built my confidence for coming back mm-hmm. and just having that little bit of base knowledge um, about the company has been a bit of a comfort blanket to just get started but in advanced engineering it is kind of what it says it it is looking at kind of the future uh, technologies so I'm working on hydrogen um, internal combustion engine and turbocharger development mm-hmm. um, which is exactly what I wanted to do I wanted to come in and work on what what we're aiming to to achieve by 2050 we want to do this transition with electrification and hydrogen Um, so it's been really exciting and like everyone else has kind of mentioned everyone's very friendly and for me um it is hybrid but I choose to come in all the time um I found it's just been well I think because I was online the whole time last year I've just been even more um keen to come into the office Mm -hmm. and be in that environment um and to it's so easy to ask questions to any department. Everyone is very willing to help. And it's been so good so far. This is my fifth week since I started. And yeah. I'm really enjoying it. And I'm really, I'd say I was thrown in at the deep end. It's not, it's not to put you off, but it's great because mm. I'm trying to find my feet for myself. And like I kind of pointed before, in the kind of new technology stuff, everyone's starting from the same position. None of us know where we're at. So it's quite nice. I feel very equal in the department, which is great. And another really cool thing about Commons is because we're so international, I'm working with people in India and China and America, which is just, it hits the diversity, but everyone comes with unique points of view and how we approach the work. So it's just been such a good experience so far. And just yeah. really enjoying my time. Do you know it's a really a big thought that really we touched upon this a lot last year, didn't we, Carla? In terms of a lot of these organisations that working in the you know the different industries across STEM are literally I keep using the word, but it is they're at the forefront of change yeah. now. Yeah, and you know n- young new talent coming into the business. Um, you know where that talent's going to end up in say you know five ten years you are then going to be you know at the pinnacle of the knowledge and you know have all this you know kind of experience and you know you imagine where you're going to be in 10 years time I just think it's so exciting mm-hmm. across so many different industries there's so much change happening and it's all going to almost start with you guys I just think it's must be really exciting to think that you know where you're going to end up you know, at twenty where you'll actually be. Yeah, I think there's two things, isn't there? I think it's it's so exciting because obviously, you know, we're starting to change. Everything's um, going to net zero and everything else, and there's those plans. But you know, I think I don't know if it was Bavisha or Sabi before um, said about things are always changing and evolving. So you're never gonna know everything and I think that that's something that's really key to our students as well it's about that that thirst have the appetite to find out as much as you possibly can do um you know every day is a school day isn't it so I think we just need to be pushing to the students just to find out be a sponge find out everything you want to be throw yourselves in deep end you know things could be daunting you know you might be a bit apprehensive but that's normal. You're meant to feel like that. And everybody, you know, all the contestants on this contestants, like a game show, all the panelists on this webinar, contestants, catching the ball in the place, um, it, uh, you know, I felt the same. And it's normal to feel like that. Um, so, yeah, 
I think really as well, you know, something when I speak to students is the technical knowledge a lot of people are worried about, aren't they? When you're applying for opportunities, you think, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm a, do I know everything? And then is the employer going to expect me to know everything? But it's okay not to know everything. Yeah. You've got the willingness to learn um, and the motivation to learn, then it goes a long way. Um, Chelsea, I'm going to stick with you if that's okay. Um, just because we spoke a bit about your placement and because you've gone through the experience and because I bang on about placements all the time and the benefit of doing them, could you let the audience know, you know, from the experience of doing a placement, how you felt that benefited you in your, say, final year at, at Glasgow? And, you know, what what experience did you draw, whether it be, you know, technical or soft skills, whatever it may be? Yeah, so I did my placement in between fourth and fifth year. So um, it was in that summer. I definitely felt it built my confidence a lot, especially dealing with quite high up people in the company. So having the confidence to email, have Zoom calls, etc that that was a really good confidence booster and then as well I just well I didn't know what really what a turbocharger was when I started it was something I was interested in but I didn't have that technical knowledge despite being in engineering so I did lots of training I developed my knowledge there and then how I felt doing the placement actually started for me to see oh my degree is useful yeah yeah, yeah you can see like it's going to go into this in in ways um and then when I went back in the September, um, I just felt really confident and kind of like, right, I need to finish this final year. I'm ready to, I was just almost so keen to come back. Yeah. I was like, I really enjoyed the work environment and being a part of it. I was like, right, okay, we need to go back to uni and do my final year, my master's project. And I just felt really confident and I had I had more of a goal. So I feel yeah. like I had a more of a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really helpful I think before I didn't really know what I wanted to do and then that kind of gave me something to work towards which was nice would you say Chelsea you achieve better grades because of the experience as well personally oh that's a tough one tough one well I did get my (laughs) my best grades were final year if if I'm gonna say um but yeah well I definitely think my technical knowledge improved as well as general soft skills um because that does help you in your university because you need to reach out to lecturers if you need help you need to have that you need to bridge the gap if you need to to get help Um, but yeah my technical knowledge definitely improved and definitely learning how you're applying that knowledge also helped you understand put it in context and knowing what it's going towards is a big help in in that sense instead of just here's some equations learn them it's yeah. why and where does this sit in real world yeah exactly so I think that was the big key was context put it all in context and know what you're working towards is a big help brilliant um Bivish, I want to come back to you in terms of um you kind of your experience so far how do you feel like this it's benefited you do you feel already I know I know you haven't finished your placement yet but already do you feel those benefits of doing the placement and how you're going to be able to apply those when you go back to do your final year uh yeah um I've definitely improved a lot of like my technical and my soft skills um I did actually do a year placement with Cummins um but in Darlington as well as part of my degree so when after um, I went back to university after that, it was like the same thing as Chelsea said. And yeah. um, you do um, feel like a, a lot of the benefits once you go back and you, um, it's it's almost as if like your style of working and things change mm. because you, you tend to pick up things um, uh, easier and um, 
the way you organize yourself is a lot better which makes your work um uh, better as well um once you start doing it like that so there's a lot of uh, soft skills and things like that that you um develop without even knowing as well I think yeah definitely yeah, yeah. brilliant okay so I'm going to come to Sabi next so I want to talk a bit about you know a bit more in in depth about the project that you've mentioned you've been working on so you've mentioned about the particular components and things like that and you know for this kind of new project in, have you been working on that since you started in 2021 or have you done multiple projects um, since you've started? Uh, yeah, so since I started, I was working um, on a different program, which was, again, uh, a diesel engine, um, a five liter uh, diesel engine platform. Um, so I was working on a specific component on that, which is called the breather. I won't get into the technical details of what <laughs> the breather is and how it works. Um but yeah, I did that for a um, few months, but then um, as part of a higher strategy, that work got shifted to um, another site, uh, coming site in India. Uh, and then I was shifted on to this new project, which is the concept development of a hydrogen engine, um, internal combustion hydrogen engine. Um, so I'm working on different components on this, and so I'm more, more work on this one. Now, one of them again is uh, the breather system, and the other one is the power cylinder. Um, so yeah, I'm, we're planning on um, testing an engine soon. I uh, wouldn't share the details of uh, when that is, but uh, and how um, everything works at, in, in this session now. But but yeah, that's the general gist of it uh, on what I'm currently working at. Um, yeah, so which when... is exciting because yeah. obviously it's it's new. Uh, we don't have as a company we don't have experience on the hydrogen technology as well yeah. so it's, it's a bit of learning for everyone you know um which, which is exciting so how long do you stay on this project for will you stay on it really from start to finish now or can you decide to move projects at any point uh, well i wouldn't want to move at the moment because yeah, <laughs> yeah it's something that you know it's, it's the future so being involved in this uh, at an early stage is uh, it's very exciting. It's very important as well for me and my development. Uh, but yeah. generally, the way it works is I don't get to decide um, okay. if I want to move to a different project. I mean, I can, you know, talk to my manager and say that you know this piece of work is coming up. I want to get involved and stuff like that. Yeah. But generally, it's um, the higher management that will, you know, assess you um, mm -hmm. on, on your capabilities and then assign you work. Uh, you obviously you can discuss what you prefer to work on, but um, it's not just up to you. So that's kind of how it works. Yeah. It sounds as though, like I said, because of the project you're working on, it, it's uh, exciting. You you can stay working on that project yeah. as long as you want and you can get, you know, as involved in it. As yeah. Well, yeah once you get, when, once you start working on it, you know, you'll want, you want to see how, how the results are coming through. And once you've done something and you get, get into testing, you want to, you want to see how it's, you know, how, how the results are coming through and, I was kind of progress, so you kind of want to stay and yeah, see it to a level where you know it's as considerable work has been done. So yeah, you'd want to see it all the way through, wouldn't you? You want to see, yeah. you want to see yeah. it halfway through, and then it this you know this engine works, and it's you're at the other side or another factory or what's everything. Oh, I wish I could have seen and that. Hand yeah. yeah, hand it over somebody else. I think that's a huge benefit that you can see, you know, from the beginning to the end. Yeah, that's true. 
how did it work then? You know, say, for example, again, using the word at the forefront, but, you know, being at the forefront of this technology and coming up and designing all these great ideas, do you then, because you must be coming up with ideas which you could apply to different engines, different engines, you know, size engines, different engines that are doing different things. So can you, do you kind of, how do you share your knowledge? How does that work with other teams? So it, it is a very collaborative environment. So okay. we, the design team specifically focuses on the design aspect. So you develop your, um, you know, CAD drawings and you, know, you sort of follow these standards uh, in which you have certain bits of analysis that you want to do. But then the analysis work, for example, getting done by another team. So I wouldn't particularly do the, all the analysis work myself, but I would be involved uh, with the analysis team and getting that piece of work done. Um, similarly, you know, you, we have different branches here in Cummins. So I work with Cummins filtration a lot because they are the prime suppliers of the breather unit. So, you know, I, I sort of work on where and how everything's gonna work, but then you need, you need um, different people to help you out on the specifics of things, you know? So for example, Cummins filtration, they, they design and spell breather units um, so we work with them in telling them, you know, what, what our requirements are for this program. Mm -hmm. And then, so it, it's just like a collaborative discussion, uh, which over a period of time, you know, develops into a specific product, uh, which then goes into testing. Um, and then, you know, further progression and improvement and development, that's sort of how it uh, connects and works. Yeah, brilliant. And that's almost where you can then start to carve your own career because then, you know, people are going to then come back to you and ask mm. you for your advice, you know, what do you think? How did it work for you? And again, that's how you can start to um, make it your own name for yourself, yeah. think, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, next, I want to start to look at the future. And um, I know we don't have that crystal ball. Uh, we never know what's around the corner. But in terms of um, what you would like your career to look like at, at Cummins. So, Chelsea, I'm going to come to you next. So, what have you got, say, a five-year plan? Um, is a, have, you, is, have you thought about what, what Cummins could offer you? Um, obviously, it's quite a hard question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think because I'm working on the kind of hydrogen side, I think a big thing for me is really getting an in-depth knowledge of that and almost kind of the specializing side of it because it, it is going to be the future whether we like it or not really um yeah. so for me that is something I really want to get I I, I want to figure out I want to find that knowledge and I find that quite exciting and I think like the chartership side of things is definitely on my radar in terms of becoming a chartered engineer I know it can give you good prospects for the future yeah yeah. Um, so um, currently going through meetings with that, mm. learning a little bit more about it. And I think that's something that I potentially see coming. Uh, yeah. um, again, it's obviously all up in the air, but I just hope to kind of progress within my kind of department and build my knowledge because I think that's knowledge is the kind of such a good tool to have. I think yeah. knowledge is power, Chelsea. Knowledge is exactly. Power. Yes. And I think that's <laughs> what we've got. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to actually, it's funny you said about chartership, because whilst, um, Sabi, whilst you were talking, I thought about chartership, I was going to ask you that, and then I went off topic. Is that something as well that you're interested in becoming a chartered engineer, or? Yeah, so I've already started the scheme, um, so Cummins yeah. does support yeah. you, uh, you know, through your personal development as well, so yeah. I've started the, it's called the Monitored Professional Development Scheme, which leads you to chartership, so um, um, I'm already on route, so hopefully come next four years. Yeah. Um 
I'll be able to get there. Watch the space. Fantastic. It's both it's brilliant that you both both thinking that way as well. Um, um I'm gonna come back to uh Bavisha. I know it's a similar kind of question. You don't know what's gonna happen, <laughs> but in terms of would you like to come back to Cummins if if Grace offered you a, a graduate role? Would you like to come back to Cummins and see your career there? Uh yeah, definitely. Um I've I've been asking like um about the processes and things like that that they go through for uh because uh, as grace said before they tend to hire from um past placement students mm-hmm. um but just because of like the work environment and how like nice everyone is and how everyone always wants to help you and with your work and things like that i'd really like to come back and um get a graduate role here as well yeah brilliant i'm sure you will i'm sure you will and <laughs> um, <Don't> ask grace <laughs> 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 I mean I mean Jess because Jess will just go straight out and say right then come on <laughs> what what is that um process then Grace so do, do, do the students who've done a placement have to uh, reapply for a graduate opportunity how does that how does that work so we've implemented something new um within the last cycle and it, it's not me that's had the involvement and it's my colleague but we're running um what we call like a graduate conversion process so mm-hmm. what we're trying to do is um I mean, in the past, our students used to go back to university and and get on with their um, final years. And then you would kind of be a bit unsure. Have I got a graduate job? You know, you you might have to chase your manager. Whereas what we're trying to do now is put things in place so that um, students know before they leave where they stand in terms of a graduate role. And we also ask um, students if they would like us to keep in contact with them so we get their permission and to, to contact them once they've gone back to university in case any of those ad hoc graduate roles that I mentioned do come up so we yeah. will always try and, and go to our previous placement pool first um, but the biggest tip um, is just be really enthusiastic make it known that you're interested in coming back and um, so exactly what Bavish is doing and um, pesty your manager you know just just make them you know aware that you are really keen and um it just kind of puts you at the top of their mind then yeah um, yeah you know because because we're, we're also busy doing lots of different things but if you just keep you know keep it you know keep the enthusiasm going and, and let everyone know that you're interested in coming back build your networks as well while you're on placement so it might be that you come back and it's not into the team that you worked with on placement it might be that you're working with a different team but just building that network of, of relationships while you're here with those can be really beneficial as well yeah perfect good luck Avisha. thanks <laughs> hey you never know ne- not next year year, year after You'll be on Cummings webinar as a graduate. Yeah. About what you've been doing. Watch this space. Famous. Um, Chelsea, I'm going to ask you a question about um, coming away almost from your day job, but a bit about what else does Cummings have to offer in terms of activities? So, again, you, we've spoke, spoke a bit about work-life balance and things like that. Is there anything else that uh, Cummings offer that you feel is a massive benefit to your role? Um, In terms of like in work, we're doing a lot of networking sessions. Uh, So there was one on Tuesday and it was a very relaxed um, kind of morning and uh, it was an encouragement to go and just meet people and you find out a little bit about them. And it's a real range of kind of more senior people to placements and graduates like me. Um, and it's just to make those connections to make your life just a little bit nicer and you have the confidence to reach out to people and ask for help so that's been really great and there's another one coming up which I'm getting involved in and then in terms of kind of more outside of the work 
kind of mode. Um, there's like a running group that um, get together every now and then. We're doing a few like 10Ks and 5Ks at the weekend. Um, and then there's also a weekly football five-a-side that's done on Wednesdays. So okay. I've been getting involved on, in that. Um, oh, well done you. Not, not doing very well, but it, it, <laughs> it, was, it was really good fun and just to run about. But then you, you get to kind of chat to people on a more personal mm-hmm. level instead of it always being about work. Yeah. You're making connections as like more friends rather than yeah. work colleagues, which is it's a nice bridging the gap, especially like I've moved here like from Glasgow. So it's four hours away. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know anyone. So it's been really good to just do these little things to make friends and make living here a little bit more like home yeah yeah yeah, if you don't mind me asking Chelsea how did you find the move um you know relocating from Glasgow to Huddersfield did did you get support from Cummins and how have you found creating almost a new home yeah um Cummins do help with relocation which was a big help because well it's four hour move and I was moving like a two-bed house with all my furniture and things so I had to rent a van and fuel prices right now. Like all those things are going through my mind and as well, trying to find somewhere to rent. I know probably everyone on this call knows how difficult it is to try and rent a property Mm -hmm. for uni. And the same goes for for this. It's still quite hard to find somewhere to rent. So it was, it just made the process a little bit easier and not as daunting having to, to do all this by yourself. Um, uh, So it, it, it was like a kind of a stressful process just finding the property but in terms of actually moving Cummins were there to kind of just help support the move and give a little bit of guidance which was uh greatly appreciated in the in the process yeah definitely. so even if you live far away it's 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 not bad like ev- mm-hmm. everyone is there to help um and again it's a new area but it's just encouraging go and get involved in as much as possible exactly yeah, yeah. Go out and get it because yes, the Cummins offer it. So yeah, you know, yeah, go and get that, get that support. Um, is as as either um, Bavisha or, or Savvy, have you got anything else to add to that in terms of um groups or anything that you guys are involved in or experiences that you've had? Um, well, I also do the running club that Chelsea okay, mentioned brilliant. before. Yeah, uh, which is good just to get to know people on a personal level. There's yeah. also um, something called um, Every Employee, Every Community that Cummins do, which is abbreviated to Triple EC, where you get involved in your local community and you help out. So um, places like schools and um, small local businesses and things like that. And you um, almost like giving back to the community and like uh, putting in hours just to improve the area um, around where Cummins is and um, that's really that's really good just to um, almost separate from work and actually do um, something uh, that you can see around you every day because coming into work all the time it's nice to help the area out around you. Yeah well done that's fantastic. Again, you know, it's it's great that there's those opportunities there, but you as an individual, you've you, you've taken up That's the yeah. you're doing it. You know, yeah. it's again putting yourself in that situation sometimes to say, oh yeah, I'll come along and yeah, I'll do it. You know, so so well done for doing that. It's really really good. Um, Sabi, have you got anything else you want to add to that? Or yeah, I can. Um, so as part of the design team, we've got um, activities that we plan every quarter. So 
we've been doing like last um, week, we did a foot golf activity where everybody from the department mm -hmm. was invited to sort of um, hang out and, you know, um, it's a sports activity. And then we later went out for drinks and stuff. So that's, that's part of like a, an official get together that we sort of have at least every quarter. And then uh, it's really up to the individuals as well. You know, you can, so we've set up like a football group uh, that we try to get together at least once a week. Um, so yeah, you've got different opportunities. It's up to you, you know, basically to yeah. reach out and connect and plan and the company supports you. Yeah. Or Sounds you like something new. Yeah. The know. opportunities are there. You just need to go and get them. <laughs> Grace. Yeah. Recruitment process. Recruitment oh. process. I think we've definitely inspired people. People are going to be clicking on that follow button as we speak. Um, so what is the recruitment process? What's, what's it look like? I know we mentioned opening beginning of October, but then from then on, what can the students expect? Yeah, so um, students can search for our vacancies through Gradcracker or our careers website. And when you found a role that you're interested in, um, you just click to apply by uploading um, your most recent CV. So we try to make the application stage as quick and easy as possible because we know it's really time consuming. Um, we know that you're applying to lots of different placements. So we just want it to be really, really easy for you to, for you to do. So we don't have application forms. It's just um, an upload of your CV. And you can apply for as many roles as you like. And um, like I said, we've got such a variety um, on the website and it can be sometimes tricky to understand what the different nuances are between, between the roles. So please feel free to apply to as many um, as you're interested in. Yeah. And um, from that point, you will be looked after by one of our dedicated recruiters. And um, so they will be assigned to you throughout the full recruitment process. So um, once you've applied, um, if you are eligible to, to do one of our placements, you'll then be invited to complete a short round of um, online psychometric tests. And then that will be followed by um, an interview or a virtual assessment centre. It, it depends on the role that you've applied for. Mm -hmm. So we do aim to notify students of the outcome um, of their application as soon as possible, just so that you know where you stand and then you can continue focusing on your studies. It's one thing... Um, it's like a weight off your mind you can you know once you know you've secured a placement you can just you know carry on um with, with your year at university so we do try to make it um as easy as we can throughout that process and then specifically to stem students i know you mentioned at the beginning grace that you know you're, you're wanting all stem students to apply to your positions but thinking about hints and tips and obviously they've got loads of hints and tips so far from from um, Bavisha, Sabi, and, and chelsea so far as part of the webinar but what would you say would be, you know, your top three tips and tips to students watching? So I think um, these tips are um, really important for STEM students or so students that are not just, um, you know, think if we've got an engineering role and um, please don't think you have to be studying mechanical engineering. Um, but these tips kind of are, are applicable to all students applying. So I guess the first thing that I would say is we just encourage you to have a genuine interest in Cummins and the role that you are applying for. So please do be prepared to discuss your interest in Cummins and the role, um, you know, and why you've applied. So that will be kind of an important discussion um, at interview. Yeah. And I think it's always really beneficial just to do some basic research about the company that you're applying to and thinking about where you could potentially fit in with, with the company values and what you kind of bring to the table. And doing that and looking at the company values, 
it's a really good way for you to check that the company is a good match for you as well. And, you know, it's a two-way street. So you need to, to know that the company that you're applying to, um, you know, meets the your expectations and meets your own values. So that's something that's really important. And um, then the, the other kind of thing that I would say is, we're just going back to doing your basic research. That's really important as well um, if you're applying to a bit more of a specialised role. Um, so just basic things, just make sure you, you kind of really read the job description. Look at the business unit or the site where the job's based and do a little bit of extra research to boost your knowledge. So, um, for example, if you're applying for an engineering role at our Darlington engine plant, just do a little bit of research about what happens at the engine plant, maybe mm. learn a little bit about the basic operations of an engine and just think about some of the skills and principles um, that you've learned on your university course and how they can be transferred to your placement role. Um, and that's the piece that's most important for students um, that are studying any STEM subject, because um, although, you know, if you're applying to an engineering role, but you haven't studied engineering, that's fine. Just think about how you can transfer your knowledge from your course um, and just demonstrate that learning and that logical thought process. That's what we're um, most looking to kind of assess um, during our interview and assessment processes. Yeah. And I, and I think the, I was going to say, Grace, I think the hub and these webinars, you know, they're the perfect place to do your research. Um, if you wanted to, to watch or listen to the webinars or read all the information, it's, it's there in front of you. It's so accessible that you can go and get it in, in seconds, can't you? So there's really no excuse. Yeah, absolutely. And then just thinking, Grace, you've been, obviously, you've, you've done the, the placement at um, Cummings, you've um, been a graduate, you've seen, I'm guessing, thousands of applications and students over the years. What would you say are the, are the key benefits if you were talking to a student now that you would like to get across about Cummings? Obviously, we've heard loads um, from, the, from the other three panellists, but what would you say specifically? So I think... Um... The key thing is salary. So we offer, you know, really competitive student and graduate salaries um, yeah. and we offer very generous pension plans um, and yeah. we, we offer employee health cash plans. Um, so we cover costs towards a range of different health treatments and well-being um, and we've run lots of well-being sessions and, and there is lots of um, mental health support. And I think that's um, incredibly important. Um, we support employees with continuing their education and development. So as Chelsea and Sabi have mentioned with the chartership, um, we have um, sponsored um, students to go back and, and do master's degrees in the past um, and, and other kind of outside research. So um, we are really keen to continue developing our employees. Um, and we also offer the, the work-life flexibility that I had mentioned earlier with the hybrid yeah. working. So we just try to make things as easy um, as possible for our employees. But I guess kind of the, the really, really key benefit is just the experience and the learning mm -hmm. that you'll get from Cummins and the support that you'll get. I know when I finished my placement, I felt like a completely different person at the end of it. Um, I know as the others have said, it, your confidence just grows so much. Yeah. And it means that you're going into that final year of university um, just really focused, really driven. And that is something that will always benefit you um, for, for your future career, whether that's at Cummins or any other company. So I just think the, the pros of doing a placement um, are just endless. Yeah. Look at Jess, her head's going to fall off by now. so much <laughs> this webinar. Um, 
Perfect. So yeah, I'd like to thank all of you for taking part on this webinar. It's been really insightful, fascinating to hear more about Cummins from obviously a technical point of view, but then a personal point of view as well. So everything that you've all experienced. So thank you very much for, for joining us. As I mentioned at, right at the beginning of the webinar, um, that this will be, the whole webinar will be um, on the Cummins Hub from tomorrow, and then we'll break it down into bite-sized chunks like key hints and tips that Grace just gave, or some of the experiences that the grads um, have had and interns have had so far um, at Cummins. So make sure you give it a watch, give it a mention. You know, Grace also mentioned um, at the beginning that people are starting to say now, oh yeah, watch that webinar. Grace loves to hear this. Me and Jess love to hear this as well. It kind of makes our days and suggests it makes our autumns, basically. If, if we hear back from you, say, yeah, I've applied to Cummins and I was successful. And um, so, yeah, make sure you do all of that. Follow Cummins. You know, that's one of the next to-do's after you finish watching this and then be alerted when they are opening up in early October. So thanks, Cummins, for joining us. Um, me and Sophie will be with Zurich, insurance company Zurich, next week. Jess is taking a little bit of a break. So we will see you then. And thank you very much for being here. Thank you, everyone. Thank, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye.